Episode 16 of the No Show Sportscast. This is take two uh, of the start as we had a technical difficulties uh, on my end. But we're here. We're going now. I'm uh, Trevor Coos and I'm joined, as always, by Mark Ling. Now, Mark, for those that aren't in No Show Studios and couldn't hear us talking about uh, how's it going, would you like to go over a refresher course? Well, this time I'm feeling a little deja vu. A little bit? Yeah. A little bit. We just, uh, yeah, I feel like we've done this before. It, it, it does seem like you that. Want to tell the people why we're doing this again? We're, we're, um, I didn't plug in the mic. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's plugged in now. That's good. So we're that's, good to go. That's We're, we're good to go now, I suppose. Um, but, uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, school, baseball, both professionally and... Uh, college are fighting UC Davis Aggies are struggling a little bit uh, as they're now in Big West Conference play and uh, I just want to point out how we talk about this stuff all the time but it feels like we're big idiots for talking to ourselves it feels like we were talking to no one just before when we had to do it over yeah again. even though we would talk about that kind of thing normally well if you think about it and this is uh, for those of you listening that uh may be listening to KDVS every once in a while. There was that one Saturday where uh, yours truly had to uh, work the soundboard for a women's basketball game. Uh-huh. And you were kind enough to join me down there. Ah. Uh, you were going to help during halftime. Yep. And we were literally, t- we, and thanks to me not pushing a button, in fact two buttons, uh, for about six minutes we were in fact talking to no button. I was talking to you. You were talking. We were talking to each other, I yeah. suppose. It feels. Um, it felt. It feels pretty stupid. That. That's. That's what I think back to, and nothing else is worse than that. Wow. The nothing else is worse than the stupidity I felt, as soon as I realized, that for a good chunk of time, all that was playing on uh, KDVS was the fight music for Street Fighter for M Bison. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Probably better than listening to us. <laughs> uh, arguably, arguably, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the that's that's my thing that I think back to, and no other screw up has been worse than that. So I, I've I'm, you know, setting standards and quality from now on. <laughs> Since 2010. <laughs> it might have been 09 still. No. You mean in KDVS? Yeah. Yeah, that I think that was 09. That, that was winter break. I meant No Show Studios. Yeah, No Show Studios setting setting quality standards since 2010. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so uh, we're gonna get into things here as uh, as we were talking about. It is uh, getting to be final season for us on the quarter system, and uh, this episode may be a little bit abbreviated, but. Still jam-packed of nonsense, sports knowledge, and hopefully a little bit of the funny. I always like to bring the funny if I can. Yeah. I attempt to, at least. <laughs> yep, that's why our motto isn't, no shows sports bring in the funny since 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring in the whatever, quality. <laughs> whatever we said in quality standards. Setting quality standards. Yeah, whatever. We can't vague, remember what we said 14. can't remember what we said 27 seconds ago. That's, that's the kind of quality that we bring. <laughs> so... Uh, I had a little idea, and since that happens so rarely, I figured I should act upon it. You have ideas all the time. You don't necessarily always have good ones. Yeah, this one, I I think I'm going to have to say this one, decent idea. It's above average. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing here in part one of today's sportscast, Mark and I are going to be taking turns drafting. And we are going to draft ourselves an actual real baseball team. So we're going to take into account age, defensive ability. Uh, we are not going to take into account contracts because too much math work for the history major here. <laughs> yeah. Who's got two thumbs and doesn't like to add? This guy. Almost everyone. Uh, <laughs> um, 
So we won't be taking into account contracts. Uh, we will be allowing a little bit of flexibility as far as positions like in the outfield goes. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to be drafting a starting eight defensively, mm-hmm. uh, five starters, and uh, at least a closer. And depending on how time goes, uh, we are going to maybe maybe build a little bit of a bullpen. Maybe. We'll okay. see how it goes. But see, we would just both draft a bunch of closers. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like... I'd be drafting Jeremy Affelt. You need a lefty. Jeremy Affelt. No, I know, so... I'm, I'm so getting tired of Jeremy Affelt. Right. As soon as we saw that he was a fan of 24... That rain delay Giants game we went to? Right. I, I've grown tired of his antics. <laughs> the entire Giants bullpen basically has... Freaking Nan runs there today. Basically yeah. cost me the week. In, I, I would have I won uh, my fantasy matchup in our, in our Dynasty League. Really? If, if he had not, if he had not uh, blown the lead for Tim Lincecum, uh-huh. I would have gotten a win. Uh-huh. That would have... Uh, I might have only tied then. Right. I would have taken a tie though at this yeah. point. Um, so I, basically, we, we're going to take players that can possibly fill another position. So we're not going to take like this is an extreme example. We're not going to take like Benji Molina to play center field. We're going to hey, I might. <laughs> we can take like a Kids center fielder. Wheels. We can take like a center fielder to play right. Yeah. Or we can take we, a shortstop to play second. Because... But we'll take into account. You know, we're not going to be drafting Juan Pierre to play right field. Because he doesn't have an arm, right? And we're not going to be pl- we're not going to be choosing like Troy Tulowitzki to play first base because that would be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, we'll allow some flexibility if if uh, we make a pick that the other person doesn't like. Basically, if we call were bull crap. if we were gods and we had a two team major league baseball league, yeah, and you and I, or you know, in a couple weeks when we win the lottery of uh, a couple hundred billion dollars and we're able to buy. Two baseball teams, yeah, and buy yeah. all the players we want, <laughs> and decide which players. Basically, for gods, we'll go with that. Sure, okay, why gods. Not? All right. Yeah, yeah. So, and being gods, we decided uh, the m- most important decision with a coin flip. Yes. Uh, who's going to pick first? And that was me. I won the coin flip. So I'm going to start. I, I'm gonna guess who, in the back of my head who you're gonna take. Who, who who's your guess? I'm I'm your boy Jason Hayward. <laughs> No, not that early. Okay, no. <laughs> I wasn't sure how crazy the man love was. No, I'm gonna. So you're s- actually gonna have some rational. Who do you picks actually first. think I'm going to take? Um, I would say scarcest position. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess Hanley Ramirez. I'm gonna take Albert Pujols. Okay. See, I would not have thought of that. I would have thought uh, that since uh, the two team, I, I'm. It's not like I'm gonna lose out on getting a good shortstop if you take. That's true. That's true. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like best play in the. Best, he is the best hitter in the league right now. He is, and he's a Gold Glove. He's a Gold baseman. Glove first baseman. He, he is everything. a little bit older. He's what? He's like thirty. He's probably like thirty-eight because of his receding hairline. Of course. But <laughs> um, I think he's in his thirties officially. I just went to Google Albert Pujols, and instead of typing in Albert Pujols, I typed in thirty. <laughs> Don't they know what we mean? Google doesn't know everything. He is thirty. Okay. All right. So that's that's a good pick. That's a good start. I am going. Have you seen ESPN's pronunciation? Do they give you the the pronunciation for people's names? Is it just poo it's holes? Just P-O-O dash yeah. holes. <laughs> poo holes. Awesome. Mm. All ESPN. right. So with pick number one, Mark takes Albert Pujols, and I will play him at first base. Good choice. You want to throw him over at third base? Yep. I'm going to go Hanley Ramirez, shortstop, with the next pick. Offensive okay. talent, defensive skills, young, you know. He's you, okay. He's all right. So with the next pick, this is where it starts to get a little shady. After two. <laughs> After two. <laughs> this is getting a little tricky. Uh, I'm going to take your boy, Joe Mauer. Wow. One, I'm not sure how Joe Mauer is my boy, but... Uh, I'd say good pick. Thank you. Catcher is, I mean, out of the catchers that are left for me to take from, there's not one that I, I love. There's obviously you'll take Matt Waiters at some point. What? You'll take Matt I Waiters last. I probably will. I probably will. <laughs> but I um, might take him to play third base. So crazy fiend. So that would be a horrible him, idea. You better take him now if you want. <laughs> um, let's see. With the next pick. I'm just going to get it out of the way. 
Um, already typed it out. Two months ago? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want you to, to vulture it from me. No, I, I mean, there are obviously other picks there. There but. are a bajillion starting pitchers. And I have the best one. I have arguably the best one. <laughs> the best one. You arguably have the best one. So, uh, next, I'm going to take uh, a young lad who is also the best at his position, and both offensively and arguably defensively. I'll take... Chase Utley. Okay. Not where I thought you were going, but I thought you were going with a certain center fielder that I'm going to take now in Matt Kemp. Oh, no. You you have crazy Dodger love. Crazy Dodger love. Crazy Dodger love. I'm not even going to go anywhere near. Wait. We should also draft designated hitters because let's oh. be honest. Let's be honest. So it was just an extra hitter or does yeah. it have to be someone who plays DH? Just an extra hitter who's Whatever, not, Fine. Sure. not Why necessarily not? Why not? great at defense. Tim Lincecum can s- smash the ball pretty pretty well. That was a terrible sentence. It it was not a good one. <laughs> as far as sentences go. As far as sentences go, it's one of my weaker average. ones. So that's okay. Um, so all right. Matt Kemp, my pick. Matt On to Kemp you. Matt Kemp was your pick. Now it's my turn. I'm going to take... Evan Longoria. Ooh. Good pick. Good pick. Mark rounding out a very... Good. Mauer, Pujols, Utley, Longoria. Infield. <coughs> you going to be playing him at third base, I, I assume? That was a good assumption. All right. So as my next pick was uh, so quickly vultured, <laughs> I suppose. Rightfully so. Evan Longoria, very young, very good. Um, my team's going to kick your team's ass. I'm going to go with an offensive pick kind of disregard defense a little bit okay and i am gonna go with uh the hebrew hammer ryan braun yes i'll be playing him in left field okay potentially dh depending on how my other <laughs> left field works out because let's admit it ryan braun is a butcher out there in left field he's not terrible he's not good he's not spectacular no uh i will take hmm this is tough I will take Justin Upton. Okay, that was I was I was I was thinking about this ahead of time. You're playing him in right field. Right field. Okay, thinking about this ahead of time. That was one of the players. What I was wondering, how, like just how high he, he is. Obviously good, but he, he is you know hasn't shown amazing production. Right. Playing off of. Building a team, you know, to compete long term, uh, Justin Upton is definitely up there. Uh, arguably one of the best right fielders. And as as you talk slowly, ooh, and stall as I continue to try to uh, waste time as I try to decide between my next two picks. Um. I will indeed take uh, Carl Crawford and bump Ryan Braun to DH. Carl Crawford. Crawford. So you have wait, you have Ryan Braun at DH already? Yeah, you Ryan already Braun have in the DH. DH field? Yeah. Okay. Um, and Matt Kemp. So you have, you have Hanley, Lincecum, Crawford, Braun, and Kemp. Yes. I have Mauer, Pujols, Utley, Longoria, and Upton. Yes. Ah, my team is so much better. Embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I would also like to point out that for some reason I wrote out Joey Mauer. Joey? Yeah, as I was writing this down. You guys are pretty tight. I'm, I'm tight with wow. uh, Mr. Mauer. He is my boy, according to you. So. Well, that's true. I forgot about that. You and him going way back. Yes. Okay, so... I'm gonna take. <clears throat> I'm gonna take Miguel Cabrera for designated hitter. Designated hitter, Miguel Cabrera. Yep. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Your turn. Oof. We're getting to the point where I would say there is a large amount of very very good pitchers still left. Obviously, with the only one being taken. <laughs> Very astute of you. Uh, huh. This is 
basically my team is building, setting up to be an offensive juggernaut. You know what we should also do? Huh. Set a lineup. Okay. So we, we, we after we, when we're done, we can we can we say we'll which... not be drafting a bullpen then. I imagine. No, we can. Yeah. This um, is taking a, a bit, a wee bit longer. Yeah. I promise you that this is not going to be the end of the world if you make the wrong pick here. I will ridicule you to the end of time. <laughs> but, uh, this is how I have already built the perfect team. There's nothing really for you to lose. Well, then... Let's see. It just is not... Okay, this is, I'm sure, amazing stuff to be listening to Come at on. this point as well. Come on, we got. We should make like a ten-second window. This is. That's... Can you hear that in the microphone? My clicking. I'm sure it picks it up. So your pick is after only taking Hanley, Lincecum, Crawford, and Braun. Your outfield is. You need a right fielder. You need. You need lots of stuff. I'll go David Wright. David Wright. You know what this means? What? You're playing him at third base. Yeah. And you already have your DH set. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> All right, my turn. I think I know who you're talking about as well. Well, see, even... Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yes. Continuing. I still need... I still need a shortstop, a center fielder, a left fielder, and hell of starting pitchers. All yes. Right. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Roy Halladay. Okay. First pitcher off the board for Mark. Because he's money. He is money. Um, okay. I'm going to have to make a... Uh, this is something I, I'm... I'm gonna have to make sure that this is okay in your opinion. Okay. I'm Obviously, saying... I'm already sacrificing defense with Braun out in left field. Yeah. I am. You said going... Braun was your DH. What? You said Crawford's right. your left field. Never mind. Uh, for another reason, I'm going to actually play David Wright at second base. David Wright at second base. Yes. Is this so you can take Alex Rodriguez? What? Is this so you can pick yes. Alex Rodriguez? I don't know. Taking a rod, playing him at third base. My team's already gonna beat your team, so you can basically do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take Felix Hernandez. Okay. While you're over there picking old, five-year-old <laughs> baseball players, I'm taking young stud starters. So you're up. I'm taking Granky. Yeah, I knew I'd scare you into taking a pitcher. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I will take Daniel Heron. Okay. So you still need a shortstop and a left fielder and a center fielder. Maybe. What do you mean maybe? Pick. I need a first baseman, a right fielder, and a catcher. Okay. I'm just checking, making sure I understand where we're standing. Uh, I will where we're standing. take a chance and go Ubaldo. Ubaldo. Jimenez. I'd like to take this this moment to recognize how awesome Starling Castro has been. <laughs> because he hit a three-run home run and then finished the game with six RBIs in a major league debut. Yes. And then, according to the person I'm talking to on the internet right now, he broke up Mike Leake's no-hitter today. I was, it was yesterday. Yesterday. And I'm... Thank you, Which Shane, for mentioning that uh, I was hoping that you would never find that out because you already love Starling Castro plenty. You don't need to know anything extra. So, with, with that, I'm going to take Jason Hayward and put a lay him at left. Okay. Um, he, I have Upton and Jason Hayward at the corners. Right. So they can basically play in either configuration. I don't really care which one plays. Yeah. You st- so you still need a shortstop and a center fielder. That is correct, sir. Um, Who do you, you have Crawford, Braun, and Kemp in the outfield? I have Crawford and Kemp in the outfield, Braun at DH. 
And I, all I have so far in the outfield is Justin Upton and Jason Hayward. Yeah. My outfielder's so much better than yours. <laughs> so much better. All fair. right. Wow. Not even fair. For my, let's see. One, two, my fourth starter, I will take Adam Wainwright. Adam Wainwright, the next loser. What's the name of your team? Uh, Kick Mark's butt team. I know, right? You thought that through. I did. So there's there's a ton of starting pitchers. Yeah, that's the whole point. Did you know that? Yes. There's a ton of starting pitchers. Now you, you have you gonna three. Pick? I'm going to take. What do you? What do you, you? You have a center fielder and you have a shortstop. So why should I even take one of those? So take a starting pitcher. But there's lots of them. Left. Then take a closer. But there's lots of those left. Yes, there's lots of everything. We're drafting two teams. <laughs> this is such a predicament. Okay, so I'm going to take. Let's see here. I will take starting pitcher. Jonathan Lester. Really? Left-hander. Okay. My first one. Young, awesome, no-hitter, cancer survivor, left-handed. For a pitcher, that's good for everyone else in the world. But being left-handed is bad. <laughs> Your pick. <laughs> I don't even know how to fully respond to that. Um, for my next pick, playing... Stop keeping track of who you who you first can. base. Mark to share. Yeah, so <laughs> there's not that many people left. It's uh, not that impressive. You love the Dodgers and the Yankees. You have crazy Dodger and Yankee love. Crazy. What can I say? Crazy. Look at you. This is really sad, really. Would you like to pick? You didn't take Ryan Howard. I didn't. Took Mark Teixeira. Over Ryan Howard, yes. Would you like to make a bet over the next, like, three years of who per- outperforms who? Based on what? Five stats? I don't know. No, I don't want to. Yeah, because Mark Teixeira will outperform Ryan Howard in the next three years. No, he won't. Ryan Howard will hit more home runs and more RBIs. Agreed? I don't agree on RBIs. You are such a fool. Such a fool. Ryan Howard's led the league in RBIs for, like, ten straight years. Yeah, because he's been around for five years, so that's possible. <laughs> Would you like to make a pick? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this through right now. The next pick that I'm... It's going to be a pitcher. That much is certain. Okay, so pick a pitcher. I'm going to take... I'll take CC Sabathia. That's a nice pick. I know. I have no idea in which order my pitchers are going to go. Halliday's going to go first because he's the best pitcher of baseball. <laughs> and really, it's interchangeable after that. So you're up. And I will take my last starting pitcher. Okay. And that pitcher, let's see. I will go... Matt Cain. Matt Cain? Yes. That is by far the worst pick of the draft so far. By far. I just want you to know that. We can debate this later. Alright, I'm going to... At shortstop, I'm just going to take Troy Tulowitzki. Okay. And I will take Matt Weeders at catcher. Center field, I'm going to take Jacoby Ellsbury. Okay. I will take John Broxton for my closer. And for my closer, hell, I don't know. I don't really care either. Oh, I would go Jonathan Papelbon. I'm just going to take Jonathan Papelbon. Okay. Um, so for the order, we're yep. so running near the end of our part one here. So quickly, let's compile a batting lineup for our guys. Okay. Um, whew, too much talent. I know. This is tough. So <clears throat> I'll do mine first. <clears throat> just tentatively, I'm just putting this together really quick. Um, Jacoby Ellsbury is going to lead off. Okay. Because he's by far the fastest person I have. Um, second, I'm going to hit Joe Maurer. What? Somehow I didn't end up with a right fielder. Dude. 
Are you missing something? No. Really? Because you picked last. Okay. You messed up, obviously. Obviously. Situation. So take your right fielder, quit messing up the system, and I'm going to continue on with this. Okay. You, you uh, continue on with your lineup, as I will shortly be coming up with another pitcher or another right fielder. Okay, so Jacoby Ellsbury is leading off. Joe Maurer is hitting second. Albert Pujols is hitting third. Miguel Cabrera is hitting fourth. Evan Longoria is hitting fifth. Chase Utley is hitting sixth. Sith, sixth. Justin Upton is hitting seventh. Jason Hayward is hitting eighth. And Troy Tulowitzki is hitting ninth. Really? And Hayward over Tulowitzki? Could you have a crazier man crush? Is it really that big of a difference? Eight and nine? And, and is yes. It really, is it really? I have team, him eighth. Yes. I have him eighth. I have him below Justin Upton, which was hard. They could be interchangeable, really. They're the same person, basically, in my eyes. Except for Upton's a little bit faster, and Hayward's a little bit awesomer. Okay. Line up. For my right fielder. You're still on your right fielder? You haven't done your lineup yet? I'm going to set your lineup for you. You have Matt Camp leaning off. Uh, no. My my right fielder, I'm going to reach a little bit, but I'm going to take someone that I like in Andrew McCutcheon. That is that is a reach, but that's uh, that's going to be the name of your team. Just reach. So my lineup, uh, I got Crawford leading off. Crawford leading off. Yes. I will bat Hanley second. Okay. Uh, A-Rod in the three-hole. Okay. Uh, Braun cleanup. Okay. Kemp fifth. Okay. And David Wright sixth. Okay. To share a seventh. Okay. Uh, Weeders eighth. Okay. And McCutcheon ninth. I think the real life Yankees bat Mark Teixeira third and Alex Rodriguez fourth. Really? Just for your information. Whatever. Teixeira seventh. It's all the same. Yeah. So starting. So just to wrap up, my catcher. I have Joe Mauer. Albert Pujols, Chase Elliott, Evan Longoria, Troy Tulowitzki, Justin Upton, Jacoby Ellsbury, Jason Hayward, Miguel Cabrera, Roy Halladay, Felix Hernandez, Dan Heron, John Lester, CeCe Sabathia, Jonathan Papelbon, and your second place team is? <laughs> I have uh, behind the plate, Matt Wieters over at first, Mark Teixeira. Second base, uh, playing out of position, David Wright. Over at third base, Alex Rodriguez, shortstop, Hanley Ramirez in the outfield, Crawford, Kemp, McCutcheon, and uh, my rotation is Lincecum, Granke, Wainwright, Ubaldo, Kane, with Broxton closing the door. So you would take Matt Kane. Now let's go back to this. People you took Matt Kane over. Yohan Santana. Yes. Chris Carpenter. Josh Johnson. I could see the argument for Johnson, but I, I'm a fan. Justin of Verlander. Verlander has been struggling. A... Yes or no? Uh, King. Yeah. Tommy Hansen. Oh, Hansen probably would have been a better pick. Giovanni Gallardo. Kane. You've established your mad hate of Ricky Nolasco. Yeah, he's a bad pitcher. He's a horrible person too. I, I hear he clubs baby seals. You make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee. Yeah, I don't like him that much. Cole Hamels. I think we I've established my dislike for Quine. Josh Beckett. Beckett again, someone who's Arza. Oh. Yeah, there were some pitchers. I mean, I don't see any of those guys as considerably over Matt Kane. David Price. David Price was the other guy I was thinking of. What about Steven Strasburg? Yeah, I'm surprised neither of us took Strasburg. Yep. That was probably he would, on us. He would. He definitely would have gone higher than uh, he probably should have if we had continued this, or if, if we had like four teams instead of two. Yeah. Um. Because you and I like the youngsters. Yeah. It. Uh. Not the most thought out plan, but I'm still gonna say it's one of my better ideas. I feel like it was probably more fun for us than it was for anyone who's potentially listening. No, it's fun for any baseball fans. I would say if. Uh, you want to disagree with anything we said. Like how terrible of a pick Matt Cain was. Uh, or I would say Andrew McCutcheon was a much worse pick. I was definitely they were equally bad. cut on time. I, I could see maybe Ben Zobrist in, uh, what? instead of McCutcheon. Are you crazy? He, he, I mean, he's struggling this year, but he's still pretty good. And he plays right field normally. I, I just, I couldn't, I mean, I, I almost... Jason Worth? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I almost took Mike Stanton just to be crazy. <laughs> that would have been uh, crazy. 
for our good friend Blue Crush. So who you you have Matt you could, you had Matt Kemp at center right you could shift him to third or right yeah so you could potentially get a center fielder. You could have you could have picked Jacoby Ellsbury before I did. Right. Grady Sizemore was still out there. Right. I'm not a fan of Sizemore anymore really. He's really good defensively. Alex Rios has been awesome this year. Yeah. Carlos Gonzalez. Lots of people like him. Carlos Gonzalez I almost took. Uh, Colby Rasmus has been pretty good this year. I Rasmus and yeah, those guys were all in that same group. But I, guy uh, Jay who, Bruce was up there. A guy, Jay Bruce, yeah, Gordon Beckham, not an outfielder, but someone who you and I would probably have ended up ended up taking yeah. early. B.J. Upton was still out there. B.J. Upton was someone else I was thinking of. I, there were all those guys that I scanned. Andre really Ethier, triple crown leading Andre Ethier. He is an actual right fielder. Proving my hatred for the Dodgers. What? Proving your hatred that you took Andrew McCutcheon? No, yeah. that's not your hatred for the Dodgers. Pirates. That's, that's your 2016 pirate love. team. Well, you you do have, dude. How about those bets looking for me? Phil Hughes has been awesome, <laughs> and the Pirates have been terrible. Yeah. I am looking good in both of those bets. Yeah, Phil Hughes is never gonna win a Cy Young. Uh, well, I have twenty dollars that says otherwise. In seven more years. Seven more years. How old is he now? He's still young. He's maybe like 25, 24. Yeah. 25. He, I, I didn't Google the age this time. I actually Googled the name. Wow. Moving on up. Quali- second quality. He's 23. Really? From Mission Viejo, California. So before his, so he will still, he will just be hitting his prime in those last couple of years. You might actually have overshot it and should have asked for a bigger window. No. Phil Hughes I, you will know, win a Cy you know Young say? in the next seven years. You know what I'll say? Phil Hughes will win a Cy Young after that window. I bet you $20 he does not. <laughs> no. I bet you $20 he wins a Cy Young before the seven we years, not after. bet that. We already bet that. I know. So this is a separate bet. No, this is not. I'm not going to take the post. Because you don't feel confident in the things that you say. I don't. I was, I'm was. i just saying, like... This has nothing to do with anything. I think. I feel like we should do this okay. in the break. If you disagree with anything we said here... You think I should have taken a different outfielder? You think Mark should stop his crazy man love for Jason Hayward? Not possible. Or maybe just get a room and get it over with? Well, if he would return my calls. <laughs> uh, you can email us at noshowsports at gmail.com or uh, if you just want to write a review and say how awesome this entire segment was. Go for that, too, on iTunes. Write a review. It's simple. I honestly don't care what you say there. Just do it. Just do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Mark is anti-listener at this point. My anti-listener, it's reverse psychology. Oh. What week are we in now? 16? Yeah. We've been telling them to do it this entire time, and I've been telling I've them I've only been telling weeks. them to write a review for a week. Email in. You've been telling them to email yeah. in for 16 weeks. Yeah. I've been telling them to not email in for three weeks, and they've done... Neither. They've they've oh, not emailed right. in. I'm so far. Music for Mevio Music Alley. Uh, right now. This is part two oh. of the No Shows Sportscast, episode 16. We're talking fantasy sports, and it's getting to that point in the season where it's either time to fully get on board with someone who has been lights out the whole time, or jump ship. We call it a sink or swim. Sink or swim time, everyone. And uh, we were talking a little bit over the, in the break about my first player that I would like to throw out there that... If he is on your team, you're obviously going to be losing three weeks in a row. Like you have. Like I have. That's extremely unfortunate. <laughs> um, and this player is Alcides Escobar. Yes. Has really not been doing anything offensively. He's been well, near the bottom of the order. Right. And let, let me r- r- read off his stolen base numbers for the last couple of years. In 09, last year, as a 22-year-old in AAA, he had 42 stolen bases, was only caught 10 times. In 08, he had 34, was only caught 8 times. In 07, he had 22. 
Year before that, 28. Year before that, 30. Year before that, 20. I would like to point out that I was not that high on Alcides Escobar to begin the year. So I just wanted to the, 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 some... the, the reason I bring up Alcides Escobar and his stolen base numbers is he currently has one stolen base attempt all year. Yeah, that's not that's not very many. And he was caught. And that was just recently. That was yes, like Wednesday. It was Wednesday. It was, it was last Wednesday. Um, who his value is really only going to be coming. Fr- I mean, that that's his value. Is he's it comes he's from the fact th- that he's a shortstop. He's a shortstop, and he was supposed to be hitting about three hundred. He yeah, he was supposed uh, or, to be or steal so. about forty bases. Yeah, he's not doing any of yeah. that. Yeah, the 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 thing that's kept him on the field is that he is very very good defensively. He's a wizard. He is a wizard defensive whiz. However, people have said Starling Castro's defense is not that much. Wow. That is not my opinion. That is people's opinion. You're like Aaron Fishman with the Clippers. You just want to drop Star and Castro's name whenever you can. Or Jason Hayward. Or Jason Hayward. Just yeah. whenever, you know. Okay. I like 20 um, year olds who had home run in their first at bat in the majors this year. What can I say? <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, a couple of other guys. Uh, second baseman staying in the middle infield. Uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the recent developments with Brian Roberts' injuries? I don't like Brian Roberts at all. Yeah. He, because the, no one knows how long he's going to be out. It could be he could come back in three weeks. He can go back in three months. It's really – it's uh, Literally his own words, yeah, three exactly. weeks or three months. Yeah. He so, doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. So he, I didn't like him a ton to begin with to, be, to start the year. I yeah. thought there was lots of second baseman better than him. Pedroia, Cano, Utley, uh, If you had to guess – what is Brian Roberts' average draft position this year? Overall. Um, in the 60s? No. In the 40s? Yes. What is it? 42.8. Yeah, that's that sucks for people who drafted him. That, it's, that w- that's If you're in a redraft league and you drafted uh, Mr. Brian Roberts that high, y- your team is in trouble right now, I would imagine, unless you got really lucky with some late picks. I'm in a 16-team redraft league, uh, The Steel, run by someone, an, ASP, an ex-ESPN writer, and there's yes. a guy in that league who took Brian Roberts yes. and has been trying to trade him for absolutely anything possible. He used to the offers. This is this guy is the most ridiculous trade offer in the league. He's notorious for being terrible at it. Right. So his offers sort of started out being like, I'll give you Brian Roberts for Grady Sizemore and... Giovanni Gallardo to right. now to now being I'll give you Brian Roberts for Asdrubal Cabrera and still the answer is no. Yeah, because, I'd rather have Asdrubal Cabrera than Brian Roberts. And 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 that just shows you the hatred for Brian Roberts because let's be honest, Asdrubal Cabrera, pretty bad, pretty bad. He's been pretty bad. How do you know? Because he's on the Indians. So is Justin Masterson, and he's been fantastic. He's not been fantastic. He's he had good. one bad start in which he allowed. Seven earned runs, and other than that, he's been fantastic. Okay. Uh, I would like to bring up a starter who had a fairly high average draft position. I mean, not nearly as high as Mr. Brian Roberts. Who is, really? Yeah, who is? But this is a guy who is coming was coming off an amazing rookie campaign. Okay. He's pitching in a fairly difficult American League Central division. Okay. He was rushed to the majors, in most people's opinions. Okay. And this year, he right now stands. Uh, is, he will start tomorrow against the Yankees, but he currently has a two and three record, a seven five ERA, and a one eight seven WHIP. If I had to guess, I would say you're talking about Maxwell Scherzer. No, a rotation mate of Maxwell Scherzer. I don't know. Rick Porcello. Uh, yes, he has been terrible. He has been awful, just awful. Uh, and his most recent outing, he only went five and a third innings against a Joe Mauerless Twins. Uh huh. He gave up five hits and walked four. He only gave up three earned runs, so it's somewhat close to a quality start. He got the loss though. Right. And uh, really, the the walks. The lack of strikeouts, which the lack of strikeouts was a problem last year, but yeah. he was getting ground balls. He was never really going to strike out that many people. He's more of a of a pitchability kind of guy. He no, he has some that. stuff, but he, I mean, I think that given some time, he could definitely, 
you know, I mean, but at the, uh, he he could be a, a dominant pitcher is what I was going to say, finishing my thought. But I think at this point, he needs to go back down to the minors. I'm not sure about all that. They need to do something with him. And it's actually him and Scherzer basically are in the same boat. <clears throat> Scherzer yeah. hasn't had that many strikeouts. He has an enormous ERA and whip. The twins have been killing him just like Porcello. I, maybe the Tigers are uh, feeding their pitchers some negative juice. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> you didn't comment on negative juice. I'm, 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 sure I'm, you, I'm not sure that there's a you comment. Were, you must not have been listening. To no, I, I was listening. Uh, there's no comment that I could bring to the table that would match that of negative juice. Negative juice. Because I, I, I just wanted to thank you for coming up with today's the show name, title. The name. <laughs> the name of the good. Um. Negative juice. <laughs> oh <laughs> right. Uh now a pitcher who went today and is only owned in less than fifty percent of leagues is was started though in our very own uh dynasty league. Uh-huh. And has a bit of a feud that I didn't know about that was going on with uh, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, no <clears throat> yeah, that was a couple that was when the, the Yankees were in Oakland. To play the A's, they I don't know they did, it was some un, unwritten baseball. I didn't see it. I just I sort of heard of them ESPN talking about it today because the pitcher that you're talking about threw a perfect game. Yes, he did. Um, yeah, the nineteenth nineteenth one, one, one in history in, in baseball history. Um, I think we should before we go any further. Dallas Braden. Dallas Braden. Moving on. Yeah, he had not thrown a complete game in his career. He had not gone past eight innings in his career. Yes. In the majors. Yes. He's he he has not he has entered the eighth inning before. He has never left the game with eight innings completed. Yes. And today he threw a perfect game against the Tampa Bay Rays. A legit perfect game. This isn't your your Pittsburgh Pirates or your Kansas City Royals perfect game. Right. This is the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, against the Rays. Who Got thrown a perfect game against last year. The last, the 18th perfect Mark, game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mark Burley. So they just, they're just setting What's records. What's up with underwhelming left-handers owning the Rays? I don't know. Maybe you should go out there. Hey, oh, <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, the Rays, I don't know what their deal is. They're going to come out tomorrow and score 17 rounds on whoever they're playing. <laughs> they're just going to be pissed. Yeah, the, I, I would imagine. I would I would be pissed. If what did they do last year after they got... After the perfect game against Burley, that would be something to look up. I do not know. Yeah, I'm not going to take the time. <laughs> um, I'm sure they scored more than zero. Now the question is, Dallas Braden improves the four and two on the year. Obviously, his ERA and WHIP drop big time. Uh, his ERA now stands at three point three three. Okay. And his WHIP is under one at nine six. Right. And how many strikeouts? He only had 20, six today. He only had six. He has tied for third fewest in un, um, among perfect games. Really? Yes. Okay, he has 28 strikeouts in 46 innings. Dallas Braden is not a fantastic pitcher. He is not. And, and the thing is, his main go-to pitch is like a screwball kind of awkward uh, curve. As, that's gonna, as Mark <laughs> throws a dart on top of my lamp that's going to start a fire a couple days from now. Um, for those of you keeping track at home, when <laughs> No Show Studios burns down, Mark start. Anyway, Dallas Braden, moving forward. You just gave away the location of No Show Studios. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, it's only now all of for our the... crazy stalkers are gonna come find us. Yeah. Such a burden. Yeah. Okay. Moving on, Dallas Braden. Dallas Braden, he's not. Like, what did Mark Burley do last year after his perfect game? He's Perfect games are kind of fluky, I've yeah. decided. It's largely dependent on defense. There was a couple... Kevin Kuzminoff actually made like three really good defensive plays. Today. Really? Bringing something to the table for the first time, Kevin Kuzminoff. Ever. Yeah, basically he wanted to go out. Yeah, so I... Yeah. Braden, he's ownable now because of this. He's obviously capable of having really good days, but he's not going to do it consistently enough to actually be relied upon. Don't trade for Dallas Braden now because you will... 
the person that has him now, if anyone has him in your league, will want too much. He's owned in just over 40% of leagues in ESPN standards. It's actually leagues. more than I would have guessed. I, I thought I would have thought he would be owned much less. It's actually down about 20% last week. So I think he got rocked his last start. Right. So it's going to go way up. He'll be owned in many, many, many leagues. Yeah. He'll this. be the hottest pickup yeah. tomorrow morning. Definitely. Um, Monday morning. If you can pick him up, by all means, go ahead and pick him up. He, he'll he be good, and he, he'll he give you sort of solid numbers from here on out, but he's definitely not going to be a top. You think he, I don't think he'll be a top 40 pitcher. Yeah, I like a lot of, of the other starters in the A's rotation over Let's Dallas. Let's do a little Green. this or that. Pick a player. Oh, go right so ahead. So let's see. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to do players around number 40 according to Tristan Cockroft's list. Which, for those, for those of you that follow fantasy baseball... If you don't read Tristan Kokoroff, who are you? What are you the doing Yankees with your fan. life? He's a Yankees fan. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. He's, well, he's you a, are a He's one of the hardest workers at ESPN. He He's like Matthew Barry, but all talent and not so much on the funny. You are... You have crazy Tristan Kokoroff love. I do, I suppose. What is he? Yeah, it's because he's a Yankees fan. You have crazy Dodger, Yankee, and Tristan Kokoroff love. It's the trifecta. You also like Nate Ravitz and Eric Carabell. You're all about <laughs> This is... You're all we about We can argue Nate about Ravitz. that later. You're you all about You keep bringing that up. It's not true. Okay, so would you rather have Dallas Braden or Kevin Slowey? Slowey. Would you rather have Dallas Braden or Chad the Buzzsaw Billingsley? <sighs> Probably Billingsley just because he gets the face of pitcher. Would you rather have Braden? Okay, so we're going to move down. Yeah. Um, we'll move down to the 50 range. Okay. Number 50 is Brett Anderson. I, I mean, you it, clearly want to have Brett Anderson. You cl- it's not even it's close. It's injury related. The, the only reason Brett Anderson is that far down is injury related. How about this? Okay. Dallas Braden or Mark Burley? Ooh. Number 51 on Tristan Cockcroft's list. I'll say it right now Dallas Braden. Dallas Braden over Mark Burley? Yeah. I mean, Burley is doing all right this year mm-hmm. but i will take you know the al west you know there's not amazing offenses out there that that brain's gonna have to face um i wouldn't necessarily say i would start either of those guys against any offense right but i think dallas Braden, uh with that kind of screwball pitch that he has can catch a lot of people off guard and, I mean, he's not going to rack up the strikeouts. He has a decent defense behind him, clearly. Uh, so, I, I, I mean, I, I would take – and I just think that the White Sox are going to fall apart around July 2nd. Right. Their offense has been pretty good this year, but beside the point. Right now, before the perfect game and before this week, Cockcroft had Braden rated as the 72nd pitcher overall. Sounds about right. Barry Zito was 73. Your boy Barry Zito. I'll take Barry Zito over that. Take Barry Zito over that or over Brayden? Over Brayden. You take Barry Zito over Dallas Brayden. Yeah. For the, from this point on. Would you rather year? have Dallas Brayden or Jaime Garcia, who Garcia. was ranked 60th? Garcia. I'm I'm crazy Jaime I am Garcia. Conductor, love. driver, crazy. navigator, uh, and assistant captain of, of the bandwagon for Jaime Garcia. I don't know where this came from. It came from trading for him, realizing that he's actually pretty good. And Not that good. He's pretty darn good. He has like just as many strikeouts as walks. I am completely okay with that. Really? That's why you hate Ricky Nolasco? Because he has the best strikeout to walk ratio in the entire league? Yes. You just, you're tired of that? Have you what, met Trevor? What? Yeah. Total hypocrite. Nonsensical since 2004. Since 1985. I think you now everyone knows what year I was born. Rick Porcello. I think it's Porcello. Is it Porcello? You always said Porcello. I say Porcello. No, you've always said Porcello. I've never said Porcello. Oh my God, you are such a hypocrite. I'll... Since 1985. <laughs> Porcello or Braden? Oh. I think right now you have to ride the Braden bandwagon. You don't have to. I, I, I would say if we're taking stats... From Monday morning onward for the rest of the year, uh-huh. I'll probably say Porcello edges out Brayton. Mike Leak. I'm, I'm starting to be a believer of the Mike Leak. Justin Masterson. And as, as you said, I I, don't, I wouldn't agree with him pitching amazingly or great or however you phrased it. Justin Masterson, one of the few bright spots for the Indians this year. 
Masterson was rated 92nd, according to Trish and Cockcroft. Yeah, Mike take... Leake was ranked 93rd. Before uh, the perfect game, Braden was 20 spots ahead of them, according to Tristan Cockcroft. That's Tristan Cockcroft, maybe a little bit of an oracle. I don't know about all that. Saw this coming. So I have, I have a couple of higher guys, like Andy Pettit. Yeah, the, I mean, the question is injury at this point, like with Pettit. Javier Vasquez? The question is, how long is he just going to suck so ass? The answer is... The answer is... Again, probably at the end of the season, I'd have to still side with Vasquez. I'm not so sure about Pettit. So there you go. Pettit was ranked 46th. Yeah. And he'll probably fall. He's actually missing his next start. Yeah. So least. basically... I don't know if that helped you because we named guys that were like 30 overall and guys that were like 90 overall. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Braden will be solid to above average basically from here on out. Yeah, I, I mean, he hasn't he, – I think he's had one awful game, and that was against the very same Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, looking back at this, back on April 20th, four innings, eight hits, three walks, six earned runs. That's bad. Uh, but still – 10 ground balls to 9 fly balls. Although today he had 14 fly balls. All right, what's the next topic? Uh, moving on as I closed my Word document. Sweet. Uh, we can move on to some hitters, I suppose. Uh, how long does Mr. Vernon Wells have to keep up his ridiculous numbers before you believe? No amount of time. You believe now? Or you'll never believe? I used to believe. I was a, I'm a Vernon Wells he, believer. Because he, he, he homered again today against yeah. the White Sox. Yeah. So was that give him 10 on the year? Eight. Eight home runs. No, he, I'm looking at ESPN's stats right now, and it says he has nine. Okay, maybe the season totals have not been updated on this player card. So the latest game was made... Ninth. Today's ninth. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it counts ninth. So he has eight, nine home runs. Okay. Um, twenty-five RBIs, hitting three thirty-nine. I don't think Vernon Wells is going to keep this up. Well, duh. I don't think he'll keep this up. I don't keep. I don't think he'll keep fifty percent of this up. Vernon Wells's home run total. As the 2010 season concludes, what number is it at? What do you think he finishes at? He's at he could nine. Hit, he could hit 30. Did now, he? he could hit 20 more from here on out, but I think that's 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 20 over the next, what, four months? And he's at 10 in one month? Yeah. That's, I, I mean, mean, that's clearly so, a I mean, step down. In, but... in 2007, he had almost 600 at-bats and hit 16 home runs. Yeah. In 2008, he only had 427 at-bats and had 20 home runs. Yeah. Last year, he had 630 at-bats and had 15 home runs. He's just too streaky. Yeah, he is definitely an up-and-down player. So he might be good. He might end the year with 35 home runs, but he might also end the year with, like, 13 home runs. He's, he could be... That's a ridiculous statement. It could happen. It could not happen. Because he could get hurt tomorrow and be out for the next three months. Okay. He's yeah. injury-prone, and he's streaky, and he's old. He's expensive. Say more bad things. Keep going. He smells bad. I, I have heard that actually. He's not a very nice person. I, again, he uh, along with whoever I mentioned prior, uh, clubs baby seals on the weekends. It's just not funny. It's not. I should stop doing that. So in depth player. Uh, one one more hitter before we go to that. Uh, he is currently a center fielder for my beloved pinstripers. Oh, your beloved. <laughs> you you um, love the Yankees. I apparently do. My beloved pinstripe. Uh, I can't believe that. Brett Gardner, <laughs> clearly not a home run hitter, but he's hitting 344 on the year. He's got an on base of 425, and he has 14 stolen bases. Yeah, that's a. Uh, if lot. he keeps up this pace of stolen bases, he'll have 80 at the end of the year. I'm pretty sure it's true. Maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure ESPN did that for me, so I'm going to have to assume it's true. Um, so, he's moved up 
with Nick Johnson going on the DL, Brett Gardner's hitting second in a very powerful uh, in front of Teixeira and A-Rod. Very powerful lineup, you were going to yes. say. Um, and uh, he's an everyday player with Granderson Hurt. Uh-huh. He had been splitting some time in left field with Thames. But I imagine if he keeps up this pace, by the time Granderson gets back, I don't think we'll be seeing Marcus Thames on the field very often. Probably not. I mean, given he's an awful, awful baseball player. Yeah, Gardner's earned, definitely earned a spot in the lineup. He's he's filling in for Johnny Damon nicely. Uh, he's basically he's, ba- he's that's basically whose lineup the lineup spot he yeah. took. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's doing well. He's obviously having a good year. He's not going to sustain this. I feel comfortable saying that. What? So he has 15 stolen bases right now. Uh, 13. 13. 14. 14. 14 this year. We'll go with 14. Yeah, 14 stolen bases this year. Um, how many do you think? I mean, do you think he'll continue the stolen base pace? Do you think? I mean, I think. Are he, we gonna see over 50 from Brett Gardner this year? It's possible. I think more likely it'll be in between 40 and 50. So he'll definitely be slowing down. Big he'll def- yeah, no, he's not going to steal 80 bases. Well, I mean, clearly not 80. That'd be very, very impressive and a top number over the last decade or so, I would say. But, uh, so you you think that he's just riding a hot streak right now. This this is not sustainable by any means. Like, you do you think average uh, will remain anywhere near like 320 330 no i think it's average he'll be below yeah, 300 I, th- I i don't have the number in front of me right now but i remember hearing that he has an incredibly high base batting average on balls in play which is not that unheard of for a speedy player incredibly high like over 400 okay so a little crazy <laughs> and that's the same for Austin Jackson in Detroit, where they're both hitting like ridiculously high averages. No, Austin Jackson, yeah, that's another. But Austin Jackson also strikes out way, way too much. Right. Um, I like Brett Gardner. He's he's a good player. He will get lots of stolen bases. He'll hit for a good average. He'll you know he'll get a good on base percentage. He's actually has a higher on base now than a slugging percentage. Yeah. So he'll be that kind of player. Yeah. He's not going to hit anywhere near three forty four, and he's not going to steal anywhere near eighty bases. He'll hit around. You think he can be like a kind of Juan Pierre type player where he'll get decent enough average and a huge chunk of steals? Yeah, he could. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, Brett Gardner is definitely the type of Yankee that I can't hate. Like, you always. You always you can't hate him because he's on your team. You can hate him. No, no. You always say guys like Jorge Posada, Mariano Rivera. You're you comparing always... Brett Gardner to Jorge Posada. No, no, no. no. You're just saying because they're homegrown talents. On the Yankees system, you don't have any gripes with them. First of all, I do have a gripe with Jorge Posada. Well, Jorge Posada is a douchebag. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. My owner Vera, Derek Jeter. Derek and Jeter was always the other guy. Derek Jeter. Yes. I don't have a problem with those guys because they're classy fellows and are Hall of Famers. Okay. And, and Gardner is like, and Bernie Williams is the guy I always, I, yeah. the guy I always liked. So if Brett Gardner ends up being like Bernie Williams, and he has like a good Yankees career, not really a Hall of Famer, doesn't really... Mess doesn't isn't doesn't be a jerk. Yeah, I, I've never I haven't heard anything that Brett Gardner is anything other than a classy fellow. Yeah, like Jabba is a douchebag. Yeah. I don't like Jabba. Uh, so, and on teams like that, if anyone has any of the slightest problems, the, the news is going to cover that. Yeah. So I mean, if he ha if he can be a nice person and do well on the Yankees, I won't hate them. I don't I hate the Yankees. I don't necessarily hate individual players unless they're jerks. Right. Okay. Feels, I feel like most of their players are jerks. Moving on, uh, we're going to do an obscure in-depth player, but it's someone who I think fantasy baseball needs to pay a little more attention to this year. Fantasy baseball, the entity. Fantasy the baseball. entity itself. Okay. The collective mind of fantasy baseball. Okay. And uh, I might get a little bit of, of uh, crap from you for this because I recently just traded for him. Oh, I'm sure you will. Uh, and he is just a middle reliever. Okay, <laughs> so but we're doing good here. Tyler Clippard, but <laughs> Washington Nationals. Uh, he is a former Yankee, actually. Yes. Um. He is Isn't currently it? the eighth inning in the eighth inning role for the Washington Nationals. He has, I believe, how many wins? Let's um, be prepared. What? 
I'm yes. obviously prepared. Six wins on the year. Yes. Seven holds. He has a 7-6 ERA, a 101 whip, and he also has 29 strikeouts in only 23 and two-thirds innings. Now, the the one red flag, in my opinion, for Tyler Clippert is the overuse. That Riggleman has kind of gone a little too crazy with him. Uh, he's appeared in 16 games and thrown 23 and two-thirds innings. You project that out to a full season, and you have a middle reliever going 120 innings. Yeah. A little not, much. That's not going to happen. A little much. He's so not. he definitely needs to be pulled back on that. But for a vulture, for wins, as the Nationals are always in close games, uh, that eight, that seventh, eighth inning guy or the closer has a much better chance of racking up some more wins. I mean, I, I don't think we're going to see anything crazy from Tyler Clippard, but I would imagine... Uh, I mean, he has six right now. He can get another six throughout the rest of the year. So don't go expecting anything too crazy, but for a middle reliever to get those kind of numbers is always a bonus. Tyler Clippard also has four blown saves. Yes. All th- or three of the, his wins have been on blown saves. Uh, he's only given up a run in one of them, though. Yes. So Tyler Clippard is not going to be getting saves for the Nationals anytime soon. Oh, no. I mean, well, he, I think he's the clear number two behind Matt Capps and a team like I the Nationals. I don't think that's true. I feel like if Matt Capps... Well, okay, there's Drew Storen. If something happens to Matt Capps, Drew Storen will come up to be the closer. I'm not so sure that the first extended look doesn't go to Tyler Clippert first. I am sure that it doesn't. Okay, so I we need to get some sort of board bet out there, but we're running a little over time right now. I'm gonna guess we're running a lot over time. We're not a, not a lot actually, just a little. Um, but Tyler Clippard drafted back in '03, spent a lot of time with the Yankees in '07. He was traded to the Nationals for a no-named reliever who has done pretty much nothing for the Yankees. Um, he's currently 25 years old. He has a birthday on Valentine's Day, unfortunately. Wow, look at you knowing what day Valentine's Day is. Yeah, actually. It's work. <laughs> is impressive. Thank what you. What your mom's birthday? Uh, mom, don't listen right now. <laughs> it is Mother's Day. It is, yeah. <laughs> I know what day Mother's Day is because it's today. Um, so anyway. Wow. I think if, if you're in a, a deep league that has holds as a stat, Tyler Clippert is going to be one of the top hold producers this year. Yeah, he'll get lots of holds. He'll he'll get good strikeout numbers if he continues with the if he doesn't get hurt, like you said, with the overwhhelm. That's the he just needs to not wriggle. John Rowan needs to not Jim John Jim. I don't know. Riggleman. No one cares. Needs to not pitch him as he needs to pull back on 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 the the uh, quantity of uh, innings. Um, but I think that he I I'm we'll have to work out our board bet but I, I want some sort of board bet between Tyler Clippard and Drew Storen on at some point okay who is um, going to have more saves see i'm i'm not convinced of that i just think that the first extended look if and this is if Matt Caps is traded which i mean that's most likely going to happen since the national we just say the first i'm not sure it's to the to be named the closer to be named the closer but they might just go with a committee they're not going to go with committee. It's going to be Drew Storm. <laughs> okay, they didn't draft Drew Storm 10th overall and then promote him to AAA his first year. <clears throat> Let's have him stay in AAA the entire year. Okay, we'll, we'll work on this. We are now currently running way over time, thanks to this. So if your league counts holds, which it probably doesn't, Tyler Clippard is, is a good player. And even, even if not, if you're in a standard ESPN league... Tyler Clippard or Neftali Feliz. Feliz. Tyler Clippard or Daniel Bard. You are crazy. You, my friend, are a crazy person. Okay, but just real quick, before we sign off. Crazy. ESPN Standard Leagues, a lot of them have a max number of starts that you're allowed to make in your in your lineup. Okay? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Max number of starts. So a player like a Tyler Clipper that you can plug in there and will get you innings and strikeouts and, you know, maybe a win here or there, possibly vulture some saves, depending on if Matt Caps gets a little too overworked. 
Caps actually has 12 saves already on the year, so he has definitely been in there a lot as well for the so Nationals. You're saying an ESPN Standard League? Yes. Which e is 10 teams? ESPN Standard League. I'm not saying go out there and put Tyler Clippard, pick up Tyler Clippard. He needs to be 100% owned. I'm saying that, you know, <coughs> or if you're in a 12-team league that has the same ESPN Standard scoring, I think Tyler Clippard is worth a look. He's not going to have uh, additions to your, your game started. So I, I think that there's value there. There's definitely value there, but I think there's lots of guys that are like Tyler Clippard. And I'm I'm just I'm an advocate of those guys. I think Tyler Clippard uh, is has been one of the uh, top guys as far as that goes thus far this year. I'm not saying he'll finish the year there, but he is currently owned in very little ESPN leagues, and I think he should be owned in more. Is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Now as we are. Definitely running over, not not as bad as some past episodes. We'll say, we'll say that, uh, not not our worst, not our best, but uh, we are now done. Episode sixteen in the books. Uh, once again, no shows. Sports at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes and you want to write a review, that would be amazing of you to do so. But you uh, won't. But you won't, according to Mark, prove him wrong. Uh, but then you're proved right because you're. Oh, I'm whatever. <laughs> whatever. We are done here. We're gonna let Music Alley play us out yet again. Uh, if you like their stuff, head over to MusicAlley.com. It is one of the best databases. It's from Mevia. I'm pretty sure it's MusicAlley.com though. Yeah, but aren't you supposed to say... It's Music Alley from Mevia. From Mevia. Yeah. It's, uh, in my opinion, the best database of pod-safe music out there. Uh, and there's actually, you know, some bands you've heard of are on there. For randomly, for some reason. It's not something sure to do with fantasy sports. Yeah. But uh, I'm just giving our producer or providers of music a little bit of a plug. All right. Like they need it. They should be plugging <laughs> us. We're done. We'll see you next week.